0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand.
1: Hey again, I just want to thank the people at Goldline for making this serial possible. People around the world are losing trust in governments. Is your family prepared for the next crisis? The world markets are reflecting our despair, and I don't know what tomorrow will bring. Make sure your family is protected. Turn to the recognized safe haven asset that has been a valued storehouse of wealth for centuries. It's gold. Call Goldline, the only company that I trust and recommend it. You know and I know that. The world is on fire. People don't trust their government. The world markets are reflecting all of this. Deutsche Bank is down 20% in the last 10 days alone. I don't know what it's done uh, lately. But I want you to call Goldline, the only company that I trust and recommend. These are really good people. 877-370-COIN-COIN. 877-370-COIN. Goldline also offers their groundbreaking price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So call 877-370-COIN. 55-year history of helping people just like you, just like me, read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Goldline. 1-877-370-COIN or goldline.com.
0: Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network. I've also asked the school board to make a part of every day some kind of anti-violence, anti-gun message. We need to do this every day of the week and just really brainwash people into thinking about guns in a vastly different
1: way. After every mass shooting in America, progressive leaders seem to say the same things over and over again.
2: We know that other countries, in response to one mass shooting, have been able to craft laws that almost eliminate mass shootings. Friends of ours, allies of ours, Great Britain, Australia, countries like ours. So we know there are ways to prevent it. The
3: Australian government, as part of trying to clamp down on the availability of automatic weapons offered uh, a good price for buying hundreds of thousands of guns. They believed, and I think the evidence uh, supports them, that by offering to buy back those guns, they were able to, you know, curtail the supply and to set a different standard for gun purchases uh, in the future.
1: First of all, the Australian government didn't offer Anything. It was a mandatory program. In other words, if you didn't turn your guns in, you went to jail. Yes, they paid the owners, but what is a good price for one's freedom? Australian gun owners had no choice but to sell their guns back that they had rightfully purchased. The law took nearly 661,000 guns out of the hands of law-abiding Aussies. Hillary further explained her thoughts on the Australian gun buyback.
3: Communities have done that in our country. Several communities have done gun buyback programs. But I think it would be worth considering doing it on the national level if that could be uh, arranged.
1: There were tiny differences between the local buybacks in the United States and what Australia did. Mainly, those done here in America were voluntary. Australians, again, had no choice. I
3: can't say it any other way than that. I felt sick. Um, I had to hand them in, because if I didn't, I was going to jail. There's no ifs or buts about that. By taking that gun away from me, um, they've stolen something from me.
1: Since the United States has something called, um, oh yeah, the Constitution, voluntarily giving up one's guns is the only way it can constitutionally happen here. Unless, again, the anti-gun advocates violate or change the Constitution. And each time, Obama and others have called for these kinds of measures here. They have been accused by defenders of the Second Amendment of wanting to confiscate America's guns.
2: Contrary to the claims of what some gun rights proponents have suggested, this hasn't been the first step in some slippery slope to mass confiscation. Contrary to claims of some presidential candidates apparently before this meeting, this is not a plot to uh, take away everybody's
1: guns. Then maybe, just maybe, it might be prudent to stop talking about two countries friendly to us that solved their gun issues by confiscating citizens' guns and imposing gun bans. It's also important to look at just how solved the gun problems in the UK and Australia are. A reminder of Barack Obama's claims.
2: We know that other countries in response to one mass shooting have been able to craft laws that almost eliminate mass shootings. Friends of ours, allies of ours, Great Britain, Australia, countries like ours. So we know there are ways to prevent
1: it. So have they crafted laws that have almost eliminated mass shootings? John Lott, economist, author, professor and fellow at various universities, including the University of Chicago, Yale, Stanford, Rice and Wharton, and Second Amendment advocate on how effective confiscations and gun bans are in places like Australia and Europe.
0: If you listen to uh, Barack Obama or uh, Hillary Clinton, they want to go and argue that the United States is unique in terms of mass public shootings, and that's simply not the case. Now, it's true that the media in the United States doesn't cover uh, these mass public shootings in other countries, but if you take the FBI definition of a mass public shooting, which is has traditionally been four or more people killed in a public place, not involving something like a gang fight, that's going on, Uh, you in fact find that during the first seven years of uh, President Obama's administration, there were 25 mass public shootings in the United States, and there were 25 mass public shootings in the European Union. Um, If you uh, look at the rate that people were killed per million people, uh, it was virtually the same in both the European Union and in the United States. And in fact, The rate of injury for mass public shootings in the European Union was
1: almost twice what it was, was actually more than twice what it was in the United States. But what about the off mentioned Australia? The NRA reported on a University of Melbourne study that took place 12 years after the ban was imposed, a British Journal of Criminology study, and spoke with Australians affected by the confiscation.
3: A right stolen by their government promising safety in return for its gun bans. But now citizens know the frightening truth. The cost of lost liberty can be measured in the loss of life. It's become very, very obvious even to Blind Freddie, that uh, the expenditure of half a billion dollars has done absolutely nothing to reduce crime. And it certainly didn't do what the government touted it would do, which was to reduce crime. It hasn't done that at all. In fact, there's been more. This has been a lot of bull and hasn't really done much to uh, help society and with its problems. Cold, hard facts, the anti-gun forces can no longer escape. Armed robberies have skyrocketed, up 69%. Assaults involving guns rose 28%. Gun murders increased 19%. And a new phenomenon? Home invasions jumped 21%. An increase, politicians insist they can't explain... Because they're still trying to legally define what a home invasion is and what the penalty should be.
1: John Lott shared even more staggering statistics that the American media just doesn't seem interested in. If you
0: look at all the casualties, these are killings and woundings from mass public shootings in the United States during the first seven years of President Obama's administration. uh, What you find is that there were 396 casualties. In the War on Guns, I list down every case. In France, in 2015 alone, they had 532 casualties from mass public shootings. So France, a country whose population is one-fifth the size of the United States, had significantly more casualties from mass public shootings in one year than the United States had over seven years. And when terror shootings are included? From 1970... Until now, uh, there's only been one of the 25 worst mass public shootings in the world that occurred in the United States, and that was the recent Orlando shooting. Uh, All the other ones, all 24 other ones occurred in other countries. And one of the interesting things is that 23 of the worst 25 mass public shootings have been done by Muslims.
1: In an atmosphere where the low gun crime rates of all of these gun banned countries are used as a battering ram every time there's a tragedy in our country, it's illuminating to hear the actual facts about them.
0: A lot of people will say, we'll just pick one or two countries and say, look, the UK has strict gun control laws and they have a low homicide rate, have low gun ownership rates compared to the United States. So it must be strict gun ownership. Well, The response, I think, the proper response to that is to point out that before they had, let's say, the handgun ban in 1997, the U.K. had even lower homicide rates relative to the United States. It's true, it's still lower than the United States, but that's despite the gun control laws rather than because of the one. The gun control laws have consistently raised the homicide rates in countries that have banned guns. One of the chapters I have in the war on guns shows that Every country in the world that's banned either all guns or all handguns has seen an increase in murder rates and homicide rates after the ban. Uh, You'd think just out of randomness, you'd find one country where um, uh, the homicide rates went down after the ban. Uh, But in fact, the opposite's true. And it's dramatically true that when uh, countries ban guns, uh, you'll see, you know, six-, seven-, eight-fold increases sometimes in uh, homicide rate.
1: And the reason, according to Lott, is just what so many gun owners have repeatedly claimed.
0: When you ban guns, or this is true for lots of gun regulations, it's the most law-abiding good citizens who obey the regulations, not the criminals. And to the extent that you disarm law-abiding citizens relative to criminals, you actually make it easier For those criminals who still have guns to commit crime,
1: and you see increases in murder rates and other violent crimes. The problem America has is that the emotion seems to rule the day, especially after a tragedy. But we are a nation getting more and more emotional on all sides. We take a look at how progressives use that emotion to overcome the Second Amendment on the next episode. Glenn Beck.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. The Blaze
1: Radio Network. Hey, again, I just want to thank the people at Goldline for making this serial possible. People around the world are losing trust in governments. Is your family prepared for the next crisis? The world markets are reflecting our despair, and I don't know what tomorrow will bring. Make sure your family is protected. Turn to the recognized safe haven asset that has been a valued storehouse of wealth for centuries. It's gold. Call Goldline, the only company that I trust and recommend it. You know and I know that the world is on fire. People don't trust their government. The world markets are reflecting all of this. Deutsche Bank is down 20% in the last 10 days alone. I don't know what it's done uh, lately. But I want you to call Goldline, the only company that I trust and recommend. These are really good people. 877-370-COIN-COIN. 877370 coin. Goldline also offers their groundbreaking price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So call 877370 coin. 55 year history of helping people just like you, just like me. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Goldline 1877370 coin or goldline.com.